0: You are listening to Eleven O'Clock Comics, Episode 21. We're legal.
1: Woohoo! Woohoo!
0: And welcome to 11 o'clock comics. I am Vince B.
2: I'm Christopher Naisman.
3: I'm David Price. And I'm Geo (laughs) Force.
0: Also known as Jason Wood in a two episode streak. Let's see if we can make ten. You think you can do it?
3: We'll we'll (laughs) see if uh, if, I have
4: the internets next week. Oh, that's right, with the move. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should we should start a poll on the form for an over under.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you can always call in. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. That's true, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. I I won't touch it at all. So, gentlemen, back again. Long week. How are we all doing?
2: I'm <laughs> doing uh, good. Good. Yeah, Chris is sleepy. I'm doing good. It's it's late. I'm sleepy.
5: He's
4: sleepy. It's late. It's 20 after 10 over there. Seriously.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Beauty rest. <laughs> <laughs> You'd well, you should be sleeping there. You thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: he's not. He's not the pretty little butterfly yet. You
3: need to be in a cryogenic chamber, my friend.
2: Yeah,
4: I, yeah, I need a, I
3: need a Long sleep, like Michael Jackson. <laughs>
2: you, you come yeah, that out, worked out
4: well.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, I was going to say that's not. That's
0: I don't not know me. about you guys, but I have been a comic reading fool this week.
4: Yeah, normally <laughs> you're only half that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> all right. No, we we well played, David. We do not
4: overcompensate for the Jew. Okay. Hey. That mean mean you'd have to spend something.
0: Uh, hilarious. That that was good though. That was good. Uh, yeah, I read I read a bunch of stuff. I just I, I can't I, wait to hear what you read. I got the fever. I, you know what I mean. And it was all because of you alerting me to the fact that somebody was working on something. And I said, well, I'll just take a look at it. And I took a look at it, and I was doomed from 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 the first page. I was doomed. But we'll get into that later. Chris, do your drink thing. <laughs>
4: That's it. I'm,
2: I'm, as soon as you said that you had had the fever, I'm I'm a little um I'm a little worried tonight, Vince. I'm we're, I'm glad that we're <laughs> we're separated by by many many miles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so Vince, to uh, um, alleviate that fever, what are, what are you drinking over there? For I am, uh, I am drinking.
0: Listen to this. Ooh, sorry. I am on my third Yingling traditional Lager. In a can. In a can. In a freaking can. Fr- a can. Well, wh- where were you last week, Mister Wood? When I, told I was making fun I was making fun of your ass last week. Too. Well, make fun again because I'm. I gotta finish the case. Oh jeez. Oh yeah, six <laughs> vacuuming. <No. laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't even take the damn things out of the
3: plastic
4: thing. That's I just it. Yeah.
3: Drink them.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't boys. want to fish to get hurt.
3: What an abomination.
2: This- the, this you know, Yingling, I've I've never seen it here in Chicago. I mean, is this very much a uh, a Pennsylvania thing?
4: No, that's it's actually an East Coast it's, thing. Cause I see it in around. I see the trucks around here. <laughs> it's the oldest U.S. brewery, actually. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what it says on the side.
0: The first name in oh. beer. hmm It's a. It's oh. got a nice little taste. It's not too um, um, hoppy which I know mm-hmm. my, my buddy mm-hmm. Dave Wachter
3: loves the hops.
0: Not, not all that hoppy doesn't have a, a whole lot of aftertaste, and it, it doesn't
3: give me gas, which is always a, a plus. It's yeah. just the right amount of nuts for Vince's mouth,
2: I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three, nice, right? Nice. Three. What, what are you drinking?
3: <laughs> I am drinking uh, Stoli Vanille, which is vanilla-flavored vodka, Ooh. with some Diet Dr. Pepper. Wow. Right. There's a whole
4: lot of flavors going on there. <laughs> it is. It's good though. Oh,
2: wow. All right, and uh and David.
4: Uh I'm finishing off the bottle of white merlot. That's it. I just I I wanted something a little bit smooth tonight without mixing anything with any caffeine cuz I'm probably out as soon as we're done hitting record. Right.
0: I like the All merlot. Right. It's tasty. Yes, it is. <laughs> Can
4: be
2: well, uh, my drink, which you can find the recipe for this at uh, I Fanboy, in uh, in my weekly column called Comic Shots, where I combine booze with comics, just like we do here on Eleven O'clock Comics. Um, this week, I uh, I'm drinking a mint julep. Really? really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't read the nice. Comic. It was, well, yeah, it's. Um, I'm doing Bourbon Month right now, <laughs> and you can't do a month worth of bourbon drinks without doing a mint julep it's it's just it's it's an extremely popular and and historic drink it's uh uh, a lot of people out there probably already know but it is the official drink of the kentucky derby and Mm. has been since 1938 Mm. so uh so yeah you can go learn a little bit about mint juleps and how to make them and uh a comic book that uh um, kind of makes up the theme for the week. So I head over to, to iFanboy and check out uh, comic shots. Can
0: I guess what what book it is?
2: You'll never guess. But go ahead.
0: Um, Scar, son of Hulk.
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no? It's like with the girl with the green, with the mint? No,
2: no, no, no. Um, horses uh, is the is the theme.
0: Horses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow,
0: I'm not going to get it. You're right. <laughs> All right, so this we got
2: hung
3: like a, or as in I'm going to ride one. <laughs> <laughs> when do, wait, do what have- was the name of
0: it? A Beta Ray Bill series? Oh, uh-huh. my God. Huh? Yeah, he doesn't even know who Beta Ray Bill is. Up there. I know, I know.
2: Who doesn't? Dave, uh, Chris. I
0: know, you?
2: know who Beta Ray Bill is.
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> who he is. I just can't say it. <laughs> 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 well, we did get some uh, mail this week. Did we? Yes, we got. There we I- got a
4: couple of pieces of mail.
0: Yeah. And by we the got- way, Vince, hmm.
3: thank you so much for that. Ever so loving tribute last week on the voicemail.
0: Oh man, I got your back. You're my buddy. I was laughing my ass off. It was nice. Cool. T- you know, you could take it. That's why I did it. Yeah, I no. would. I no. If David did it, I would not do it because he'd be crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm
4: sensitive. Yeah, cool. you know, I'd have to. I'd have He's to check t- the string and everything.
0: He's tender. I'd have to cuddle after I did it. So, we got a thank you message from John Kulsar from last week's Wicked in the Imp. Talk we did about that. We got another thank you message from Mr. Josh Cotter from Skyscrapers of the Midwest thanking us for talking about his book,
1: oh, which sweetheart.
0: was really cool. And he's up to be on the show anytime we need him. So that's cool.
3: Don't forget, we got uh, Jeff Jeff Lemire popped into the forums to say thank you. As well.
0: Yes, we did. Mr. Lemire from uh, Essex County.
2: Um, cool. Wood had talked about Essex County and and Jeff heard about it. Um, popped onto the the forum, and uh, after that, decided he was going to come see me in Chicago.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah, you ha- you didn't see that.
0: Well, I'm giving you an opener. I'm
2: there you to- go. <laughs> Jeff Lemire was was the way this. Screen
3: right
1: now. That
2: is no! awesome. <laughs> we'll do it re- real, real quick. Um, Jeff Lemire is the latest guest that's been added to the Windy, Sun- Windy City Comic Con. So on October 25th at uh, the Center in Halstead, just two blocks uh, east of Wrigley Field, uh, we're going to have a great old school comic book convention in Chicago. We've got uh, we've got about four vendors. We sold out all of our exhibitor booths. We've got awesome. like four, uh, 14, 15 exhibitors. I lose count. And uh, almost 40 uh, of the Midwest and now Toronto's best comic book talent is going to be there. That's, uh, and, and San Diego. Can't forget the awesome sauce Pat Loika, But mm-hmm. um, We've got we've got an awesome guest list. You can just go to WindyCityComicCon.com dot com and find out more. But uh, it's guys like Jeffrey Brown, Chris Burnham, Gene Ha, Jason Howard from the Astounding Wolfman, just announced uh, Jeff Lemire, Don Kramer, Mike Norton, Will Pfeiffer, Scotty Young, Tim Seeley, and scads and scads more. Right. It's going to be an awesome day.
0: And because of the Canadian contingent, makes it an international convention now. Yeah, it is? It?
4: I it love is, that. <laughs>
2: it's the international. Well,
3: I'm really I, bummed because one of my best buddies is getting married that day, so well, I can either skip the wedding
2: or skip the convention.
1: Man, I no, hate weddings. You
2: know, you, know, um, you say you love comics, Wood. I think it's time, right. to, uh, <laughs> it's time to prove that.
0: Did you notice I was trying to do a little bit of YYZ in the back when you were doing yeah. that? I don't think it's going to translate. Mm -hmm. all right whatever and we did get a a couple other messages both saying the same thing about my alex trebek thing intro they're like what the hell was that all about and this (laughs) is i I don't know i don't know you know sometimes i was following the muse and sometimes she leads you down a dead end she's (laughs) there you go whatever so uh, let's talk about comics because we have a lot a lot of comics to cover (laughs) I'm, I'm, i'm tingly all right. I don't want to talk first because I want to listen to what one of you guys has read, but I'm just going to tell you what I read, and then we'll move on from there. I read all four por- parts of One More you Day. You want to start first. I don't. I don't want to start first.
2: <laughs> I, will, I don't want to start first, so I, I'll let you guys start first. But real quick, let me tell you what I read first. Right, I just
0: want you to ruminate, ruminate. I read all four four parts of. I can't say four parts. Far, free few I read parts. all four parts of One More Day.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I read the Free Comic Book Day Swing Shift, okay. and I, I read Amazing Spider-Man 546 to 571. Five seventy
4: one okay. came out today. Yes, and I read so, it. So you are so up to date.
0: I am so up to date, and it. And I'll say it again. It's all because of David, who just happened to tell me, "Oh, do you know who's uh, doing amazing now?" And I said, "No, Ramita Junior." That's like telling me there's boobies on the cover. I'm gonna <laughs> check it out. And I I took one look at it, and I saw a double page splash, and the man is a god. And I said, I have to read this. And naturally, I can't just read the New Ways to Die arc. I had to read it right from the beginning of the whole brouhaha just to get up to mm. date. Yeah. Um, well, so I'll, are you reading
3: really Kick-Ass
0: as well? No. I'm going to get that in the hardcover. Yeah, okay. I want that in the hardcover. Even though it's Miller, who <laughs> I, I, I don't have a hell of a lot of love for, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because he's working with Johnny. So There you go. Yeah.
3: What, what did uh, you guys read? Um, well, l- let me say that uh, on the DC side of things, I've given up Trinity. Ooh, no, are you oh, you insane.
2: <laughs> really?
3: Uh it's I have nothing against it. I'm not going to bash it. It's it's much better than Countdown was, but <clears throat> I'm just uh honestly I I don't I have no anticipation of reading it and we're, we're more than a dozen issues in and I just I really just don't care about it. I don't think I care about the Trinity that much. Just, I've just stuff never been a cool. big Batman or Superman fan, so I just I'm like eh maybe I'll buy it and trade when it comes out if it if it gets good. Good feedback from everybody. Um, well, I, think time, buy, I think it's buy time I think it's time to read
2: what you want, man. That's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
0: there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's time to announce our first contest. It's the Phil Jason Wood Seat contest. We're looking for a new <laughs> panelist on our show.
4: Actually, <laughs> wait, wait, hey, this is I this is the first time I've heard anybody not say anything glowing about Trinity, am I? Am I just not looking in the right places? Because no, I mean, everybody yeah. on the forum pretty much digs it. I know, I know. You know, might not float everybody's boat every week, depending on maybe the backup or or what the focus is. But I don't know anybody who's read it and dropped it yet, except now for Jason or anybody who's really like, yeah, you know, I hear good things. But yeah. so I'm just
1: curious. I
0: don't think the uh, response has been resoundingly in favor of the book. I, I've encountered a couple people who have dropped it. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. not—he's not unique in that aspect. But expound upon I, I mean, your
3: feelings. Honestly, I think it's because I—I um, I have never been, as I've mentioned on the show before, uh, the first, other than a few of the classic Batman stories, I'd never read a Batman monthly until <clears throat> until R.I.P. Um, I've never bought an issue of Action Comics. Um, never bought an issue of Superman. So I'm just not a huge. DC icon fan. I do read Wonder Woman because I think uh, <coughs> Gail Gadot does a good job, and, and she's hot. They draw her hot. La can draw himself some women's. Uh, I, oh, agree. Yeah. I agree. I mm. agree. But um, you know, and and, and it had all the recipes for me liking it because I, I I was always a big Bagley fan at Marvel. But honestly, I'm just reading it, and I could care less about the villains. I I just I'm maybe I'm not giving it long enough, but I felt like I gave it you know the equivalent of a year's worth of issues, even though it's weekly, and I just haven't been enjoying it. So I just said, you know what. I'll I'll stop buying it in, in weekly form and inevitably the uh, the trades will come out and and if it gets you know if I hear Vince spend twenty two consecutive weeks raving about how good it is maybe I'll you know will pick up the trades at uh, a wild pig sale for fifty percent off and give it a read then.
0: Well, honestly, I've been holding back on gushing over Trinity because I did talk about it in uh, you know a couple episodes back and I, and more than once. So I've kind of been easing off a little bit because I don't want to be known as you know the d c fanboy, even though I am, but I think it's great and but hey that you you have every right not to not to buy it if you don't like it, don't buy it
2: you know i I started with fifty two and got about got about eight issues into fifty two and just found myself not being able to wrap my head around those characters mm-hmm. that I wasn't really a big fan of, and i I stopped getting it and then and then read it when it was almost completed. Went back and picked up a bunch of the issues cheap, and loved it the second time around. So I think mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's 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 a case of something just you know either just not clicking with you or yeah. it not being you know it's kind of a, a timing thing. So I went through the exact same thing with Fifty Two. Couldn't care less about it, but mm-hmm. then came back and read it later, and and it's one of my favorite favorite oh, yeah. series in the, in the last few years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and I have a weekly, I think it's, it's also partly the weekly thing. It's, it's just, I have a little bit of fatigue to it. I'm just not enjoying the however many, what is it, uh, 14 pages a week that we get of the main story. I'm just not enjoying that piecemeal right now. And I think Chris has a great point. I think maybe if I do go back and read this um, in a more cohesive manner, I may find it a completely different Experience, but for right now, I'm just and plus, I guess it's so clearly not related to anything that's going on either in their own books or Final Crisis that I just don't want to muddy the you don't, you don't read anyway. I'm feeling from Final Crisis with something else right now. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying the what I think to be we're about to find out to be a pretty significant you know occurrence in Final Crisis, and I'm I'm really enjoying that build up, and I feel like you know as we've talked about many weeks it kind of we're all on board with it. I'm, I'm getting it. It seems like a lot of people really aren't getting Final Crisis. I feel like I'm, it, it's, it's in my wheelhouse, and I, I just felt like Trinity's taking me out of that, the dire state of the DC Universe right now. So, hmm. you know,
0: I'll say one thing about Trinity. If the book did not exist, I, I would have said this for sure last week, but if Trinity did not exist, I would not buy my books on a weekly basis. I would be more than happy to get them all from DCBS but mm-hmm. I feel like I owe the local comic shop a debt of gratitude for taking care of me all these years so I get my DC books from the local guy as everybody knows and I get my, my indies and other ones from DCBS but the week, the DC weekly books are the things that keep me coming into the store they make it far too easy for me to go in every week because there's a new chapter of an ongoing story every week now damn it David, it's Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> so I have Y'all are killing reasons.
2: me with that because I've been, I've been avoiding that like the plague, and I haven't heard anyone say one crossword about oh, Spider-Man so post good. post the, the screw-up with, yeah. uh, with yeah. One More Day. If
0: you ignore One More Day, pretend it never happened, and only focus on the result and not the road they took to get there, Mm-hmm. Brand brand new day is awesome. It's so the writing team is so locked in. It. I said this to David in in an email that it feels to me like Jerry Conway era Amazing Spider Man. Like mm-hmm. say say one thirty to one fifty of Amazing. It feels like my golden age of Amazing.
4: Well, I'm so glad I didn't do a Marvel noise this week because we're doing it now.
0: Yeah. Well, let let let's let's see. We're getting anyway, off we track spent,
3: again. We just talked about DC for the most part.
0: Right.
4: But yeah, this, well, when this, Vince this, starts talking, yeah, yeah I know. Boring.
0: I'm Italian. Yeah, my hands are moving too. Yeah, I
2: believe it. <laughs> he's gonna bowl of pasta.
3: <laughs> I wish. <laughs> now, now something something I am loving. Speaking of Marvel, that I just caught up on, and I know David will have my back on this, and I'm interested to see if either of you guys will. I know Vince won't, but let's see about Chris. Um David, X-Men Legacy just caught up on it. Oh. Loving it. Loving yeah. it. And let me just say, I can't say enough good things about Scott Eaton. Uh, oh. He is
4: a maestro. I want, I want Scott Eaton to do the cable series with Dwayne Strasinsky. Oh. I, think, I think he draws a fantastic cable. I said this to Vince over the phone the other night. Mike Carey is awesome on the X-Men. And it goes back to his run on supernovas, it goes back to all the little um, spotlight or single appearances of like beasts from various mm-hmm. anthologies, mm-hmm. and he just has he just has a great handle on this team. Yeah. People have complained about it being like you know a Charles Xavier story or or series, but it's it's in the title. It's right there. It's X Men Legacy. So he's got to go back and put the pieces together and. Even even the flashbacks or the the uh the other scenes, the art hasn't been jarring or uh it hasn't taken you out of the story. It it, it all works.
0: Scott Eaton's great.
4: He is, but there are um in in every issue there are uh like flashbacks to early days of Xavier's yeah. life and you might have like the Adado or uh Ooh. or I know or Lashley <laughs> or uh you know or, or you know it could be any any other artist, but it's, oh, uh, cool. yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a great exactly. series. It's my favorite X-Men book.
0: Wow. That's saying a lot. Cause I think there's it's more what? Right now. S- 72 million of them. All right, we go. <laughs> no, well, I got, come on. I got We're not talking go. numbers. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I bought, uh, all, almost all the issues of cable too,
3: this week. All, yeah, all five you? of them? <laughs> did you get to read any yet or
0: Uh, no, not yet. I, I bought the king size today. King size cable. I, I think have it's no- safe
3: to say that Olivetti has not is not a father, nor has he been around small children. <laughs> for small life. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, I did take a look at it, and I do agree with David. The
3: baby's kind of wonky. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. It's it's just that sometimes the baby is three inches, <laughs> right, and other times the baby is three feet tall. It's absurd.
4: <laughs> did you? Oh, when you were when you were flipping it's, through it, did you see who the uh, who the character that is that made the appearance?
3: No,
0: no, I didn't okay. want to do that. Okay. I want to ruin it well, because I, I, they didn't have issue uh, three. I have yeah. one, two, and how, uh, then I'm yeah, missing that. three and up I to know. however many there are. So, okay, yeah, I got to get three. Uh, but no, it, I mean it's pretty. Ariel Olivetti is freaking great. Um, it's just that maybe uh, there's a lot. It's a some great illustrators cannot render small children. It's very yeah, difficult to do.
3: He's, he's having trouble. The other thing is, cable is is drawn, depending on huge. who draws cable, is drawn huge or or normal sized. And yeah. Alavetti's, you know, if anyone that's familiar with his work from the Punisher, obviously he his style is to draw the protagonist is just enormous, you know, just almost like, you know, He Man, professional wrestler sized, almost too big, I think, for the Punisher. But <clears throat> but um, so I don't have a problem. He draws cable larger than life, which which is okay because he's not the first to do that. But again, it's it's the it's the the entire story really. The crux of the story is obviously Cable and his relationship with this baby, right? I mean, that's the that's the entirety of the story so far. So it's very difficult to extricate the fact that he has no earthly idea how big a baby is. <laughs> it's very hard to
0: get. <laughs> that. Maybe, wow. maybe it's the child's mutant power. That's maybe, right. You know, you know you're not the something.
3: only one. That I've I've read in you know, in certain forums. Uh, x-men forms and whatnot people have made that supposition maybe that's the baby (laughs) (laughs) that's manifesting
4: a little early in her
0: that's funny Uh. but again one of those characters that i just love to death and that's cable so i I, I have to read it i don't have to but i'm as you can tell i'm a little bit more lenient towards marvel these days only because i'm getting freaking hammered from all sides (laughs) about how good some of these things are yeah,
2: what's uh, what's you guys's uh, opinion or immediate reaction on was it Blackest Rain or dark
4: dark rain or Black, Dark
3: Avengers,
2: Black Clouds or whatever? Oh, I haven't heard about that. What's what's that about? Oh, go ahead, David. You know the you know. <laughs> no, the I
4: I really don't. All I know is that uh, there was a re- there was a Marvel summit, either a retailer summit. There was a summit in Vegas. The,
2: the, it was the uh, the Diamond Retailer okay. Summit was was mm-hmm. in Vegas.
4: And Bendis was there, and from what I understand, I didn't read the uh, the news reports. It was posted on the uh, in the Marvel Noise forum, and and actually um, Alec B uh, from our forum, Alexander B, was uh, asking me about it, and I had to tell him that I didn't. Um, it's apparently it's the event after Secret Invasion. It's it, there's a, either a series called either Mighty, I think. I think Bendis is leaving mighty at issue 20. Yeah. And he I don't is, yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to uh, they're s-
2: starting a new Avengers series called um Dark Dark Avengers. So yeah. so
4: maybe it maybe it consists of like, you know, shroud and cloak and you know, so it it <laughs> it it just you could have it, I don't know what it's about and I and I told Alec this and is that I'm I'm enjoying Secret Invasion too much right now to mm-hmm. worry about what's coming out. After Secret Invasion, I'm going to enjoy this. I don't want to shortchange this to f- figure out what the hell this next one means. So
2: I, I, I think um, I think Bendis, it's it's their next big event, and and I think they realize that Bendis actually can't finish a storyline, so yeah, they're that, just going to continue Secret <laughs> Invasion into Dark Reign.
0: But is that that's what it's called, Dark Reign?
2: Yeah, R E
0: I. Oh, yeah. I get it. But don't you think? Now um, that the extended storyline that is Civil War, I mean Secret Invasion, plays upon Civil War. This storyline has been going on t- since what? Two thousand and
3: five, David. Well, since since Bendis became the the showrunner at Marvel, yeah.
0: Right. That's a yeah. long time. End it. Finish it. I, I I'm I have no, as you guys know, no desire to read any of Secret Invasion. I even have less to read something that builds upon that. So. No, no, I, no, I mean
4: no, it's,
2: I'm out. It's, i out. It's, I got I got I got comic book blue balls on this. I really <laughs> just kind of want them to get done. I'm tired of being stroked with no you know relief. On it, stuff. it has been.
4: I mean he's he, he he started with the old Avengers series with disassembled, and he's he's moved forward from there. And there have been some. You know, I thought Breakout was pretty cool. There, I thought the the oh, yeah. there have been some pretty cool storylines in uh, you know the whole thing with Spider Woman with the double, triple, quadruple agent. Or it's there's been some neat stuff going on. But you know, yeah, you are right. It's it's been going on a very, very, very long time. And if it, if it was building to this, that's cool. But I can only hope that you know, even when this is done, that this has like you know, issue six came out today. And we, so we have two more issues, whatever after effects are, you know, it's not going to end in eight issues. So you're going to have some fallout, whether there's some scrolls still on Earth or, or, you know, who's going to, you know, some heroes are going to go out into space and, and look for scrolls. We don't know, you know, so there are things going to spin out from this, but it would be nice to just, you know, have, 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 have our heroes brush off their shoulders and, Move on. Now it's right. time for you know. Let's let's. When was
2: when was the last time that Marvels had three Avengers titles though? Which and this could actually be a cool thing. I I love uh, the fact that the when- that the Avengers are are the flagship of Marvel sure. again. Re-
0: recently, right? With that Avengers reprint,
2: uh- that Avengers. class. Uh, well, I
3: think yeah. But I think the last time they had three ongoings that were <clears throat> in current continuity was back when they had um, the core they Avengers. Then they had it was it was Avengers West Coast by then, and then it was uh, Solo Avengers.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Spotlight, but yeah, Solo right, Avengers. Right, right. Yeah.
0: And does, so, does this Dark Reign thing have anything to do with the teaser image I saw today in uh, today's Marvel books with the gravestone? What's that all about?
4: That I don't know if that has to do because if you notice, I think the the word Ultimate. Is not it different is like in a black lettering when the rest are in white or vice versa. So and oh. it's and and the gravestone doesn't it say like two thousand and then half of it is on the ground and that says two thousand eight. And are when it, like, did when did when did the Ultimate Universe kick off two thousand?
2: You're asking yeah, about that. Load. Yeah, about that.
4: So because Ultimate is is high is is shown in the image and the way the date is and with Ultimatum coming and possibly a new change in. Or a change coming in the Ultimate Universe. I, I think that might be Ultimate Universe related. I could be wrong because I was wrong on the whole Noir teaser images. I thought that might have um, that might have been affiliated with The Stand, and actually, it's part of a new line called Marvel Noir. And
1: uh, yeah, know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little,
4: wait I'm a, a minute,
2: sketchy about the Noir thing. Some, some,
4: someone pointed out that it's pretty. Co- I'm sorry, that, that it's pretty coincidental that it came out. You know, after Vertigo announced Vertigo Crime,
0: yeah, but I, I think it's Marvel-based characters, though. Yes. Yes. Like,
3: okay. Here's a quote from Bendis: "Not happy. There's going to be new books," vows the writer. <clears throat> "One of which will be the new Dark Avengers title, written by him with art by Diodato. <sighs> Mike Diodato.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. How
0: does he get a flagship book? He must be fast. Does anyone beside Derek? Where his, his
4: studio is. is? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you that that um, backup story he had in the first issue of the brand new day.
4: Oh, with Sidney Portier and. Oh, uh, not yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, he's talking to Mister Tibbs. <laughs> I, I didn't didn't get, didn't dig it at all. Yeah. Thankfully, the writing is really good. Or ooh, and then, <laughs> and, and you know, uh, if memory serves, there was a Greg Land story. Immediately uh, preceding it, yeah, because right? it was that was the
4: jackpot, <laughs> and then and then they, and then they wrapped up the issue with a nice ant tail. Right. Well,
0: what about the rumor? Since we're speaking about Marvel, uh, what about the rumor that uh, there's going to be a boatload of books going up to three ninety nine before the end of the year? Did you guys hear that one?
2: Was that? Isn't that um, what, uh, Augie at uh, uh, the pipeline? Didn't oh, was he, it? Yeah, yeah, he was
4: kind of the prophet on that.
2: He had, uh, he had had some of his listeners and readers of his story that were kind of combing the previews and, and put all that together. And, um if this may be a little dated, because I think this is like a month ago, but yeah, there was a boatload of stuff in the last solicits that were all three ninety nine books. And I, I believe that, that Augie got in touch with Marvel's PR. And their response to him was that they are they are dedicated to two ninety nine books, and it was just kind of a freak occurrence that there were that many three ninety nine books that month with I special. for the
3: last time that Vince got worked up about Marvel raising their prices.
0: I, the 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 prospect of paying three ninety nine for a mainstream comic book does not sit well with me. It really doesn't. Nope. It. No and but, but but on the flip side I'll play my own devil's advocate books have been 299 for quite a while
3: mm-hmm. and you'll pay 799 for Scrooge yeah and i bet you don't mind paying 599 for the image books that have been coming out pretty regularly these days i don't buy them you don't the
0: nope nope uh, i know I'm, other
3: members of this group do
0: yeah i'm stuck with savage dragon and proof because they're fantastic and madman atomic comics i will pay 350 or three ninety nine for those books. I know what I'm getting. They're always quality. They're always by the same people. Yes, I will pay that money, that kind of money for those. I'm not going to pay three ninety nine for a title like, say, Ms. Marvel, which I don't buy anyway. But I wouldn't pay it even if it was three ninety nine. Or I wouldn't even pay three ninety nine for some DC books. I'd have to really pick and choose.
3: But what if it was
2: more pages? Uh,
0: it would be a temporary page. Increase yeah. just like they yeah. did in
2: in the uh, in the seventies. <laughs> they've got that they've got that trick down.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know, and you you guys know. You go to a convention, you can get these things for us. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, exactly.
4: And I mean the the uh, the I don't know. I, I haven't seen the new preview, so I don't know if the uh, and right now the three ninety nine books are the max titles and miniseries or books with ooh Hard stock covers. So I don't know I don't know if, you know, I don't know when they're going to put Incredible Hercules or Amazing Spider-Man or Fantastic Four to three ninety nine. I would hope that some of the longer lasting books, the ones with the but knowing Marvel, even, you know, the more readers, then that just means that the more extra dollar they can get from everybody. So right. it it, you know, I would like to see the books that are selling really, really well to stay at two ninety nine because Lord knows they can swing it. But you know, right now they've been making the money on the 3.99 books. I can understand the max books being a buck more. You know, it's 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 that explicit content, mature readers, what have you. You know, if you have, if because you have curse
2: words, are more expensive.
4: <sighs> <sighs> no, Garthena is. Nah, you, it, it, go ahead. He,
0: no, continue. I just have a question about Garth and the Punisher.
4: No, go what, ahead. No, no,
0: what, I was. They made a big deal of his. What the hell did I do? Oh, drop my beer! They made a, a big, a big deal about um, in Ennis leaving the Punisher. It's his last issue, and oh. this is it. No more Punisher. And then they just announced he's doing a um, Punisher World Journal miniseries with um, Steve Dillon.
4: Are you? Big wait, did you? Um, did no? He's it's wise. Wise. <laughs> This is Marvel Knights. It's a war zone. It's it's like Punisher War Zone. It is, dude. We talked about this. (laughs) Chris Chris Marshall talked about this.
0: See, I don't pay attention to.
4: I know. I know. To to, to the guest or us. That's great. Yeah. We love you, Chris Marshall. Um, You know, it's. Yeah. He's. He's
3: self centered B. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, no, I'm not self-serving. I got so much stuff uh, in my head, man. I'm always thinking, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah and, and this is done with Punisher Max, but he's going to come back and do a little Punisher a War A six six-issue... No,
4: War okay. Warzone, because of the name Warzone. of the movie. Oh, All that's right. right. That's right. right. But let's not
0: take up any more time with stuff we already talked about. Go, David. The
4: world, The
3: world's going to end. Why is that? Because in the same week from Image Comics an issue of Pax Romana actually came out, and an issue of Savage Dragon. Wow. Which is always a cause for celebration. I mean, that is an unusual occurrence.
4: There, uh, I heard that the Savage Dragon is going to a second printing because apparently some people wanted the Obama cover, and either okay. they didn't make enough or sold out. I didn't yeah. know there were two covers for it, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so they're going to a second printing with an with an Obama-only cover.
0: But That shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who reads the book. Larson is uh, a militant Democrat.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, well, and Dragons from Chicago, and right, yep. it's it's everybody endorses Obama here. I'm sure there are people out there in Chicago that don't, but we uh, don't pay attention to them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, to keep to, to keep the DC talk going, yeah, let's do it. Um, sure. Actually, no, first, real quick, oh. uh, back to image. I finally sat down and pretty much straight through read Battle Him.
2: Oh. oh nice. How'd you like it?
4: I I did. I did like it. It's um I'm part of me is a little uh over Small. the whole yes, yes, but you always make it grow. Is is uh is kinda yeah. over going back even years ago, I'm a little over the whole um Alan Moore with Watchmen or Rick Veach with Brad Pack or or Max Immortal, the whole dark hero making the hero or, or the team, you know, not likable. I'm sure that there would be if, if superheroes really existed that, they're, especially in that day and age in World War II, that, you know, yeah, they would be pricks, they would get on each other's nerves, you know, they wouldn't get along well if they were thrown into this mix like this, but I, there's something about you know, it could probably tie into Spidey, but, you know, there's something about seeing superheroes get along and smiling and, and enjoying themselves, and, and yeah, it was World War II, so there's not a lot of bright and happy in that but it was i thought the art was awesome andy parks on inks in the first book but you had uh, jeremy Hahn did a great job on the series uh it was the since i have yet to read hawaiian dick and i've only read two issues of 76 it was really my first long-term exposure to b claymore
1: really?
4: um okay. and I, I dig it i like I, I like his storytelling i really you know i thought the characters were cool i enjoyed the, you know like the dark invaders aspect of it and uh and I, I like how it kind of was left open ended at the end. The characters were cool, you know. I mean, Johnny Zip and the Proud American and Defender of Liberty. I mean, it was, it was, it was a good book. I enjoyed it. I'm sorry, I missed it the first time around. Yeah, it's um,
2: been out. It's been out for a long time. You can say you're kind of tired of that of that kind of uh, comic book convention of the, of the darker, you know, kind of alternate look at stuff. But yeah, yeah. Battle Battleham came out. What is that? Like six years old now?
4: Is it really? Mm-hmm.
2: I had it. feels like it's like six years old. <laughs>
4: Because I picked then to show you how long I've had it, I picked it up at the uh New York Comic Con from two thousand six when you had uh Jeremy and, and B Clay over at the uh at at your table for uh the Heroes charity. Yeah.
2: yeah, But it's uh yeah, it's good. And for people that don't know, it is it is uh B. Claymore and Jeremy Hahn's uh, kind of reimagining of the invaders.
4: Yeah. And even even uh Betty was, you know, I mean, she was there to, I guess, you know, keep everybody happy or content. I really liked Quinn Ray. <laughs> I thought, oh, well, you don't think she'd make you happy, dude? Oh, um, yeah. Well, it I, sounds
0: like, you're, like they're, like, spinning her, you know? Okay, well, they kind of were. It's like, yeah, you know,
4: they kind of Yeah, it's like, <laughs> finger cuffs, dude. Um, they, uh, I, I really liked Quinn Ray, and I'd like to see more with, uh, I, I, I want to get some of those uh, other comics that, that more mentioned in in the uh, in the afterward, but I, I'd like to read more about uh, Midnight Hour. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I I did enjoy it. I liked it a lot.
2: Oh, that's right. Uh, Midnight Hour was the what that was Clay's first first comic that he did, yeah,
4: or the first the arc- character. And then yeah, it was he he. Yeah. Oh no, he appeared in uh, what was it like Young Lust or one of those uh, a book from one of the other indie publishers that he kind of yeah. There were a couple of stories where he included midnight hour and that was cool. Yeah, it's a good um, story. And now on the flip side something I was talking to uh Vince and, and what about when uh while Chris was napping. Uh, <laughs> I read um I read D C Universe Last Will and Testament. Yes. Um yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I I like to joke Few pages I uh, thought uh, I thought Joe Kubert is is you know he's he's pretty good. Someone should get him more work. Yeah, the, uh the, the Batman
0: pages, right? Specifically, the,
4: the yeah the Batman. Oh. Page, I, I thought the Wonder Woman and and, uh, and and Donna Troy pages weren't weren't too bad, but the the Batman pages were the best, and especially as as great as Joe especially drew the uh the homage to Batman number 1 with 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 Batman and and Nightwing and Robin in the background swooping down um I think I think Brad Meltzer really did a great job telling that scene from Tim Drake's point of view because he's talking about how it's great to uh you know this is what he lives for this is this is the moment when you know you just you jump off the roof and, and you go flying you swing through the air and it's great and before you can finish the thought Nightwing shows up and at that point he's kind of Tim's kind of pushed aside sort of and he's in the background now and he basically mentions that you know no matter no matter how you think you you are no matter how you see yourself in, in dad's eyes the firstborn is is always still going to be the firstborn and, and yeah. I don't I don't know if seeds were planted I mean there was one panel where there was not really resentment but Tim was all the way in the back of the panel, and, and Bruce and, and Dick were shaking hands. And it, it was, yeah.
0: it. Given the opportunity, Bruce will always pick the dick.
1: <laughs> just, to like just, no, you know, just like Vince. No, not like me.
0: See, that's the thing I, 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 not to say I don't like about Nightwing, but they have him propped up as the, the prodigal son. And in a lot of cases, yeah, a lot of cases he doesn't deserve it. He makes mistakes just like everybody else. He's he's an interesting character, but more so than Tim. Tim's kind of cool, you
4: know. He's he's earned his stripes.
2: I like yes, Tim Harris. a
4: lot. He, yeah, I do too. And and uh, and unfortunately, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of Tim in this book.
2: Uh, what is it about Meltzer that? He just loves kicking Tim's ass all oh, over yeah. the
4: place. That's true. No. That is true. when when I was talking about Meltzer, Maybe earlier, I a even, younger brother. Oh shit! Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't even picking up on the whole Tim thing. But I I love Archer's Quest. His his Green Arrow arc is fantastic, and and mm-hmm. a nice nod to everything that I loved about DC Comics from the seventies and in the eighties, and and that was. I loved it. I really, really, really liked Identity Crisis, even with what happened with Sue and Doctor Light and kind of you know, explaining why Doctor Light's the joke that he is and, and how he wasn't years ago. And, and I liked Identity Crisis. The um he he lost me a what?
0: How many stories did um, crisis, um Identity Crisis spawn though? Oh, gosh. That, that, that has generated a lot of paper. Yeah, because,
4: because all of a sudden, because it took... I didn't, You went from Deathstroke being a Titans villain to popping up a few places, and now all of a sudden he's like, you know, Green Arrow's arch nemesis. And you're right. It, it, it spun off a lot of stories. Unfortunately, it, it, there were times where Justice League of America left me a little flat. I, I you know, Melcher's probably my age, most likely a little younger, and I, we, we seem to have an affinity for the same characters. I, he likes Vixen, he likes Geo Force, he likes Speedy or Arsenal or whatever his name is nowadays, and and I do too. That but, would
2: be Red Arrow, sir.
4: True. <laughs> yeah, the one because that's, that's yeah. I know I this is, okay. Uh,
2: worst costume ever.
4: Yeah, worst name, too. <laughs> yeah. But there's some, like Arsenal
0: personally. I do too. Yeah, was, I yeah. do too.
4: But all of a sudden, I'm, I'm reading this and I don't know what it is. And maybe it ties back into what I said about the Darker Heroes thing. I just I don't get the the story's 20 years too late. It Not only is Geo Force trying to get revenge for what happened to his sister or his stepsister or half sister. Which is late, is, is late enough, but to turn, to turn Geo Force, who's never, who may have had a mean streak or may have, you know, may have been a hothead, especially going back to Batman and the Outsiders, he was, he always had a short fuse, you know, he, Batman, of all the, of all the team members, Batman had to keep him in check and make sure he didn't fly off the handle. But now he's, he's all full of, vengeance and 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 going after this person who turned his sister out and and made her a murderess and he it's 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 late it's just it it's exactly it doesn't feel as heavy as it could and i you know i compliment Me- Meltzer met melzer because he wrote a great story i i um i like the joe Huber pages i thought daddy's pages were great the sons i'm guessing it may have been it it, it felt like especially the way some of the um some of the pages weren't maybe all that consistent, so I'm thinking it was maybe a mad rush for graduation day at the Hubert School. Oh, so, my so everybody's dick. everybody's class was you know, <laughs> you gotta, we got to put this comic out. So, Jeez. You uh, did. Um, <laughs> I I just some pages look like Hubert and some didn't, and those were the better ones. But it, they just they, I wanted to like it, especially because it's a GeoForce book, but it's mm-hmm. also it's it's also a another. It's it's just another step in the DC is not looking Convolution into in DC. it's it's not it, well DC doesn't want I don't want to say DC doesn't want but DC is not doing themselves any favors because as as verboten as this phrase may be or or as you know turned off as people get. It's not new reader friendly. It's not you know you have you have Geo Force and you have Terra and you have Deathstroke and you get an idea as who these three are in this story, but then you have Black Lightning and he mentions his daughters and you have you you, you have you know well the team will help take care of this or the, we didn't we weren't explain nothing was explained as to and pe- okay wait 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 before you get a little bit too deep okay. just let
0: let's just let me just add one thing to that. Segment where you said it, the geo force angle with the I gotta do this right now, I have to have vengeance wasn't explored enough. You gotta remember, and this is another thing we talked about, this is the night before everyone is gonna die. Now. So he has. This is Where, the, in, in the title, last will and testament. This is the last chance Geo Force has to get back at, or so he thinks. Oh, well, why? To get back why is at it? Test
4: stroke. Why is it the last night? What 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 events led up to this? Is this is this fallout from DC Universe Zero? Is this related to Final Crisis? I, that this, confuses me as well.
0: It could be related to Final Crisis because the skies were affected. It it could also be, as you said, DC Universe Zero. It could also be a book that plants a lot of seeds like that DC Universe Zero. You had a lot of little plots that they just lobbed in your yard, and you know they're going to take root in another book, or obviously a bunch of books. So not much was answered in this book other than generating more ideas for future plot
2: lines. And I think that's all you needed to know for the story was, this is the last night on Earth. Right. And this is then it did so. say that. It did say yeah. that. Yeah, that. because yeah. because Superman said so, basically. Mm-hmm. And
1: and
0: who's
2: so. gonna
3: argue with him?
4: That is yeah, you're right. You're right. And that was a great scene also with with, with Pa and Clark. Well cool. Yeah.
3: I um I'll say one thing. First of all, the best far and away the best part of that book was Our Man and Liberty Bill
4: knocking it out because Oh, what is that who, is that who was banging her? Because I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I had no idea because yeah, I'm not because reading Justice Society, so that, that's something else I would. Know.
0: Yeah, see, I just started Justice Society too, and I read the first like two issues. They are all over each other. In well, the yeah, thank you, yeah.
4: thank you, guys. All right, yeah. and if you become that, becomes, explain that and, panel,
2: and if you, you know, four-hour man, please call a physician. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very nice.
3: Yeah, his, his new, his new ego, uh, his new alter ego, Priapism. So that's
2: a robot chicken joke, by the way. So <laughs> that
3: I'll, was give them, cool. I'll give them credit. Um, I actually disagree with David in that I thought the art was 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 pretty darn good um, start to finish. I, I, am not as tough on the, on the Cubert boys as he is. I, I think, I think it was a fine, yeah. a yeoman 's job.
4: Um, Jesus, and that, not thought, as
2: hard on the kubert boys. I like, as I like, I actually, actually, I
4: like, I like that one Rob, Rob Liefeld, forearm that Geo force was sporting. Okay. And
3: I thought that the, uh, props to Alex and because I thought the colors in the book were very nice. Yes. But, uh, I'm with you in the sense that I, I don't have a lot of experience with Geo force. Um, I I was familiar with the whole you know Terra history there with the Titans and stuff. I've been reading Geoforce the last you know year or two in in the in the current continuity, but I never got the sense until this book that he had some deep seated personal vendetta against Deathstroke. I mean, uh, putting aside that the sister issue, but that he somehow blamed him. You know that he was also being manipulated by Slate. De- by, uh, by 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 Slade. I didn't know that that was the case. Um and it just kind of, I don't know, it felt like this was Meltzer's chance to, they, they basically came to Meltzer, I felt, and DC said, well, you get to do two things. You get to wrap up the Geo4 storyline, we didn't let you finish in Justice League, and we get, we, we let you play a little bit in the Final Crisis pool to establish that you're an important writer here at DC. And, you know, I read the story, I thought it was fine, but, um, I, I don't know how much we want to give away in terms of spoilers, but I, I felt like the story could have been, holy shit, that is badass, and the last two pages made it ruin that and pretty much made it yet another story I didn't really need to read.
0: Well, I thought it was badass. The the guy had superhuman resolve. I mean, he... he uh, circumvented been, his programming and, and, and did yeah, last day and, that's,
4: and that's and and yeah, and he that that's a big deal that he that he took that away from Slade. That I'll give him huge props for that.
3: No, no, no but to me, yeah, I understand that. But to me, what would have been really badass is if this was really the last. If they all really thought this was the last night on Earth, and he really thought the only way he could stop Slade was take it away from him, he should have actually not survived. He should have. They both should have died. That would have been cool. If if he could have killed himself and killed Slade, that would have been cool. Instead, they're both alive. Well, he's well if ne- it was if Slade,
4: Slade's, it was Slade's not going to
0: die. It. Yeah, there's no
3: way they're going to kill Deathstroke. So, but why can't you die?
0: Well, there's a good question.
4: Now that then that just makes him another. You know, at this point, it's oh, another death. I mean, there was no weight well, to that. that.
3: I think I think but, the number of of B level DC villains that are dying in the last few months. Is definitely leading me to think that somehow or another we're having a pretty major reboot after Final Crisis. Well, <laughs> for, the
0: first time, it's for Blackest Night. Oh. They, need, they need Father for uh, the Black yeah. Lanterns. Pretty
3: cool, actually. Yeah, that's
1: pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. All right.
0: But anyway, going back to the Geo Force dying, don't you think it's more productive to plant a seed than it is to pull up the plant and kill it? Now, Geoforce is still alive. We're going to spoil it because, come on, somebody they have to have read it by now. Geoforce and Deathstroke are still alive at the end of this. Stories spiraling out of this thing could go for two, three years. That's mm-hmm. money in the bank as far as mainstream comics go. Whereas if they just killed Geoforce outright, they'd have to find some hokey way to bring him back because they always come back. You know? <laughs>
3: I mean, the you know, you, though because <laughs> Terra never came back. You know, Terra never came back, and it would have been cool if her brother Tara's avenged back. her Tara's by actually dying.
2: Shit, Terra's back now,
3: isn't she?
0: No, that's not the same Terra. Is it the one that Amanda Connor's doing?
4: Yeah, it's a different Terra.
0: Yeah, it's a different Terra. But I would not be surprised to see the original Terra as a Black Lantern.
4: Well, they put her in the. I mean, you know, that's that that's someone who could come back because she had she had powers of you know manipulating the earth. She was put in the ground.
0: And That booty, so that, <laughs> if it,
4: oh, she, dude. That booty was teen. U-dum-dum. But it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn booty. <Buddhist>. Uh, <laughs> but it, and built like a thirteen-year-old boy. She she just they were just. It was the Buster
0: Brown haircut that did it for me. It would <laughs> and the buck teeth. She did yeah. not have buck teeth. Yeah, she, are you kidding yeah. me? Oh yes, she did. Yeah, dude, she did when well. she smiled, oh, big the, time. Oh, dude, he that was like Alfred Newman
4: with the, with tits. Peg, <laughs> barely tits. No, come on.
0: Come on, you're getting me all hot now.
4: Don't do it. <laughs> Just, he's rubbing it. It, it like
1: just.
4: That? I. I mean, this yeah. isn't. This obviously isn't going to. You know. Well, first of all, GeoForce Force won't be able to sustain his own title anyway. I don't care who wrote no. it. But this isn't. You know. You know. He'll recuperate. Maybe he'll pop up in uh, in some big deal or, or on the sly and and you know because. I mean the last the last we saw was was Jefferson talking to him and, and that's the other thing. So now he's got not only does he have to live with the fact that he didn't get revenge for Terry, he did not kill the person responsible. He feels responsible for her death, but now he also has his friends and his best friend Jefferson thinking that You said you were going to do it, but you didn't do it. We know you weren't going to do it. You're a hero. Heroes don't do that. You're better than that. But no, he tried to. He wanted to. And so now, you know, now you just piled more on top of him. And that could be very, very interesting.
0: Just paving more roads. Yeah.
4: Paving roads to future storylines.
0: That's what it's all about.
5: Hello, eleven o'clock, comicers. This is the legendary Raph Wraithmaker on your forums, the employee of Midtown Comics, the next coming of Stanley. Uh, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to send a voicemail to my favorite resurrected podcast and to four of my favorite friends of in comics: Vince, Dave, Jason, and Chris. Thank you for mentioning me over and over for increasing my ego so much and for naming a drink after me and for producing one of my favorite shows out there right now uh yeah uh, I also want to thank Vince for putting me on the spot on, at uh, at the at the super show there um, you guys didn't give me really give me a good cue. I had to interrupt the tribute and gee, do I look like an ass Brian actually wanted to punch me out at the end no I'm kidding um it was great. Thank you again for including me into your little intro there. And, you know, keep up the great work, guys. I love what you guys do. You know, even though I'm a tiny bit younger than you guys, you guys somewhat share my voice on comics. I mean, death to the direct direct market. Robert Kirkman is partially right. And I will come and save the comics industry just as soon as I get these scripts out. Keep up the good work, guys. Bye.
0: Last night on Earth, I'd be taking a boat over to the Amazon Island, knocking on Diana's door. Hello? Come on, it's the last night. What's it going to hurt, you know?
3: (laughs) You. Yeah, but she's already busy banging out nemesis.
0: That's all right. He could stay there. I don't care.
4: All right. (laughs) He can watch. It's
0: It's Diana. Yeah,
4: there's plenty of her to go around.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: It's
3: just like a little nemesis dong for Diana. I'll do it. (laughs) It's worth it.
0: So Chris, come on! You have to have read
2: something. Oh, I've been reading a bunch of stuff. Um, couple things I wanted to mention. Uh, I got my—I uh, I put in an order at In Stock about once a month or so, and get uh, a few, a few fun things. I've got the Howard the Duck Omnibus, bless you, nice. which I'm very excited to dive into, and uh, it, it's 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 great to see, uh, Colin's art blown up and, and in full color i've got i i have got the uh the howard the duck uh essential but uh it's really nice to see it oversized and, and in color and I finally got the uh, uh the comic book tattoo anthology mm-hmm. from image mm-hmm. oh my god is that amazing huge it, it's yeah it is it's a tome it's a it's a huge anthology and uh, this will either uh attract people to it or um, send them running screaming away but these stories are all based on uh, on the the lyrics of tori Amos songs right mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. the the concept of the of the anthology but i tell you what everybody is in this thing and the artwork in it is absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. uh eric Canetti um, uh, Chris Mitten, um, uh, Ryan Kelly. I mean, the the list goes. I mean, literally on and on and on and on, and it's huge. So those are two things that that I've gotten in the last week that have been kind of kind of blown away by. And um, on Woods' recommendation, I, I picked up the uh, the Essex County Volume Two. So ah, very nice. Uh, hopefully, very hopefully going to read that this
1: weekend.
0: Cool. Sweet. I-, I think the comic book tattoo hardcover weighs more than Tori Amos. oh yeah you can you can kill somebody with that book yeah yeah
2: Yeah. nice my my in in stock box was was not a white one this week it was it was some major poundage (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) yeah behave so so david david you want to tag team this
4: uh you start buddy because i i have a couple of questions for you so you go ahead and start
0: okay well, I, I set it up before. I'm reading Amazing Spider-Man now. Reluctantly at first, I, I had a like a, a cheap. Well, I won't say that. That's dirty. Um, I had to ease myself into it, you know, because the that that bitter aftertaste from uh, the Back and black storyline and the whole doom and gloom of the Civil War era. Amazing, it just put me off. Real, I mean, honestly, it put me off Marvel books for a long time.
4: J- JMS did not end this. Strong as he started
0: no but in his defense it, let's talk about one more day briefly everybody knows the deal they make a uh, they make a deal with mephisto to erase the marriage as if it never happened in exchange for aunt may's well-being kind of stupid i don't think peter would ever do that or agree to that but that's besides the point but there's a, a really neat segment and i think it's in the fourth issue where um Mephisto shows Peter alternate pathways he could have taken in life. And in one aspect, he's an entrepreneur and he's got all the everything money can buy, but he's still pining for a woman. In another aspect, he's a lonely man who, I think he was a computer programmer or something, wasn't he? Or some kind of scientist yeah. or something. And he's overweight and sitting on a park bench. But there's one part where this little red-haired girl, Uh, encounters Peter and they kind of hit it off and she helps him out a little bit with certain things and in the end we find out that that little girl would have been the product of which was the product of Peter and Mary Jane's loving so Mm -hmm. to speak so it was brilliant on JMS's part to put the sting to the deal because if you're going to make a deal with the devil he's not going to let you out of that deal unscathed even if you do Acquiesce to his demands. You know what I mean. Mm. So that was really neat. On the art side of things, uh, I think Quesada has has done better. I I did not warm up to the art at
4: all. No, it had its moments. There were yeah. I I don't even know
0: about that. I mean, well, Mephisto, right? Okay, Mephisto was rendered really nicely, but Quesada, to me is like the Nazareth. Of, of comic books if we're going to talk about in musical terms. He's like Nazareth. There were times where Nazareth produced some really brilliant records, but as a whole, eh, they're okay, you know what I mean? But then you have Romita Jr., who's like the friggin' Beatles or, <laughs> or, or a cheap trick of the Spider-Man world, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say you know what I mean again because that'll set off the alarms on the forum. So... Uh, because Casada's good. I'll give him that. The man can draw. But I either think the work was rushed on One More Day or he just didn't have his heart in it. It just fell flat with me. It, the, it was very much a story-driven arc. Do you feel the same way? Yes. Okay. So One More Day, everything reset, big old reset button, uh, status quo of the, the book has been restored. Peter is single. Which is really cool. He's living with Aunt May. Not so cool, but again, harkens. It's, back it's not long term, right? Harkens back to the old series, and the amount of characters introduced in what? How many issues did I read? Like say, uh, let's say five forty-six to five seventy-one. Over
4: over 20, 25.
0: Right. The amount of characters introduced in the in that span of issues is unbelievable. What's the list like? Dexter Bennett, the uh, the man that takes over the the Daily Bugle when Jameson's wife sells her shares to save Jonah's Jonah's life because <laughs> the stress is too much for his heart, and he takes a heart attack in the first Brand New Day arc. Uh, Betty Brant's back and, and in in the spotlight, which is really neat. Yeah, uh, Mr. Harry, Lee, Harry, Mr. Lee, the the dude that runs the the uh, the face Center, yeah, yeah, he runs a soup kitchen slash homeless shelter f- that Aunt May has taken a job at. There's a, a political um, aspect where uh, ha- Harry Osborn's girlfriend, Lily, her father's running for mayor. There's a corrupt politician. I know it's so far beyond the realm of possibility. but uh, yeah, This uh, really is
4: science fiction. Uh,
0: named Randall, Cro- Randall Crown, Crown. Who, who's, who's working with Norman Osborn to discredit Spider Man and Hollister. It's the two cops, Vin Gonzalez <laughs> yeah. and, and Alan O'Neill. Uh you got Carly Jack
4: Carrie. Co- uh Ch- Carly.
0: Carly Cooper. The, right. the love interest for Peter. Right. right. And and Vin. Uh there's love triangles in this thing. It's it's like a huge cast, like I'm like, I'm I, like I said, seventies, Jerry Conway, Amazing Spider Man. It's unbelievable. And I don't understand. The, the people that are saying the slot issues are the only ones to read, cause I do not find that to be true. The, the, who, what do they call it? The Spidey Brain Trust. You got yes. four guys, yep. uh, taking over the title. Gale, Guggenheim, yep. Slot, and, uh, Wells. Wells, yep. And I'll tell you, the, the other guys, the work is just as strong as, uh, Mr. Slot's. I mean, yeah, there is something really nice and, uh, slot 's work has a special quality to it that maybe the others are lacking, but i 'm just uh, playing a little bit devil 's advocate because i don 't see any difference in in the writing it 's all fine work, really neat character interaction and it 's it 's a fun, no holes barred, no ties at all. Yes, they do mention um Registration, Registration Act, yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, but for the most part, it's it's as if the the Civil War never happened. He he Good. doesn't shirk the chance to put on. At first, he does, but it, as the series progresses, he'll he goes out in public in the costume, and yes, he's hounded by uh, the Blue Badge. Was it? Some the blue obscure, shield. the Blue Shield, some obscure character from Dazzler, who's working <laughs> for the government to bring in um, renegade superheroes, and he's hounded by the Thunderbolts later on in the Romita <laughs> Jr. run. Look, I and, and the new characters are unbelievable. Uh, first of all, you have um, Jackpot. Yeah, she resembles Mary Jane to a fault. Even speaks in with the. Uh, trademark Mary Jane cliched words like, uh, well, comic book cliche anyway. Tiger. The Brazilians. Uh, <laughs> and, and she, she, was, she physically resembles Jack, uh, Mary Jane. You have Malice, who's a goblin esque type character. Menace. who Menace, right. Menace. Who, uh, raided, uh, a Norman Osborn safe house and took a glider, among other things, and pumpkin bombs. Freak is a really cool character, don't you think?
4: I like Freak, but I like uh, I like is a our first uh, yes,
0: who stumbled upon um, Kurt Connors. Uh, what did he call it? <laughs> a uh, serum based on a bunch of different organisms, and he mm. thought it was. He thought he was running from Spider-Man. Fell through the the the. Uh, skylight and stumbled into Kurt's lab and found a bunch of syringes full of this stuff so what does a junkie do he shoots up mm-hmm. where and it, and it turns out that it was uh, gene splices from what an armadillo and a and a uh, some other kind of animals and every time he dies the it makes an imprint into his DNA where his body will be adapt. unable to be yeah. adapt and be unable to be killed in that manner so he was, what, burned and suffocated or something, yeah. and now he, and he, and he can't be shot because his skin has hardened to the point where bullets have no effect. It's a really neat character, and he can't die. Every, every time he, quote, dies, he goes in this cocoon-like stage, and you'll have another two or three issues or four issues, and then he comes back, and then another storyline begins after they dispatch him and then he'll come back again so it's this cool recurring character and every time he comes back, he's more mutated he's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster it's really cool how about Sweet. that? Yeah, and uh, Paper Doll uh-huh. Ditko. She's there's a Ditko-esque villain if there ever was one and it oddly enough, she pops up during the Marcos Martin issues which are phenomenal
2: <laughs> what did I read? oh, I've been uh, reading uh, Robin year one um, and mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, Martine did a lot of that.
0: He did back. He did the background too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. But she she something about her father is a, a physicist, and she got caught in a some kind of dimensional machine where she got smushed down and uh, to paper thinness, and she can blend into the she can flatten against a wall, or it's kind of like Mister Fantastic only
4: flat. And when she touches you.
0: You, yeah, she can make your body, she can suck the, uh, whatever, the, the, the mass out of your body till you're, you're paper thin. Really neat. But the way she's rendered, it looks like Ditko did it. Yeah. Just nice. all, all angles and loops and, oh man. Who else? There's a lot of, she's doing basically doing flat that.
3: man's dream girl. She's,
0: <laughs> ho- she's hot too, but she, she has a, a crush. She's gothic, yeah. She she has a crush on a Johnny Depp-type character, yeah. and so she, she, she pursues him thinking that he will share her love back. And the whole deal was Peter Parker becomes a paparazzi, paparazzo, and he's offered $2 million to get a photo of this Johnny Depp-type character's mystery Bobby woman. Bobby Carr. Mm-hmm. Right, Bobby Carr. And who do you think turns out to be the mystery woman? Mary Jane. You betcha.
4: We know that, though, but Peter never right. does
0: peter doesn 't know that well he 's stupid; he was focusing the damn camera, and he must have seen her in the lens, but that 's just incidental but anyway uh, and there 's one scene where there 's a safe room in carr 's house uh, slash mansion, and Mary Jane flees into the safe room and so she, and there 's video cameras everywhere, so she can see everything that goes on in, within the safe room, and she 's directing Peter while he 's fighting. This uh, paper doll, like, oh, she's behind you, move left. And Peter's like, do I know you? You, you know, you sound awful familiar. And you know, the little heartbreakers she drops. Uh, he says, uh, we make a good team, don't we? And you know, she'll have to reply with maybe in another life we did. Or it's really kind of touching the way they did it. But there's a full page spread uh, of Mary Jane from the back looking at the monitors. It's unbelievable. Gives Ditko a run for his money. In 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 uh, the Spider-Man aspect, like you would not believe, you have to see it. It's really good. Cool. Yeah, and there's more. Mr. Negative. <laughs> yeah. There's so many villains in this thing. You Overdrive,
4: uh, the world's first uh, web streaming villainous or what? Screwball. Yes. Screwball. I like her.
0: Um, She televises her... Well, not televises. She broadcasts her crimes on the internet for everyone to see. So she has this popularity thing going, and Spider-Man puts the skids to that. But uh, who else? Mr. Negative, this recurring character that's pulling the strings behind everything. Uh, The Enforcers show up. Yes. You have this character called the Bookie. Yep. Who uh, plants his ass in the bar with no name. There's a recurring segment... Of uh, a bar where all the supervillains inhabit, which which just,
4: reminds me of the uh, Giffen Damitius J L I era. Right,
0: exactly. Yep. And and then with the let's let's go through the art team. The art teams are it's like a who's who. Chris Bacalo there's <laughs> a, a three issue, um, is it three or four issues with the Mayan god? Three, three issues. There, there's a plot to resurrect this Mayan god Uyep. And um he causes a blizzard over New York to uh make it uh grease the wheels for his appearance. And when he finally gets there, this, this deity can manipulate time and space and the way Bacallo illustrated it, it's on a, a two page spread and you have long horizontal panels and the characters reaching out of one panel and into another panel where so he's like breaching space time. And he's, he's in front of Peter. He's behind Peter. He can't get the, a beat on him because the guy's just in all places at once. And the way Bacalo illustrated it, you get the feel that this character is everywhere at once. It's really neat.
3: Mm-hmm. Speaking of breaking space time, did I, did I somehow cross dimensions and become a co-host of The Amazing Spidercast?
0: <laughs> no, I, but I, I, I do like to give credit where it's due. And this run of Amazing is really, really good.
2: I hope we I hope we've saved the the series from cancellation, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's
0: fun. It's Fun Comics. It's good. Well, well let it's me really ask good. you
3: since I haven't gotten my shipment yet this week. Have you okay. gentlemen had the chance to read Titanium Rain number 1? No. No. uh uh-uh. Okay. How about Spooks Omega Team number 1? With the Tim Seeley uh-huh. cover I might add. That does look really good, though. I didn't order
2: that. Oh, hey, uh, Tim. Sealy note here, real quick. Sorry to interrupt, Wood. Um, Spike TV, the the Scream Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, Hackslash got uh, is, is nominated as best comic.
0: Oh, cool! Wow! so yeah. So you so, know, I was really go ahead,
2: keep going. I was just going to head over to I think it's uh, SpikeTV.com or something. I think you can you can vote. So uh, vote for uh, vote for Tim Sealing, Hackslash if you have a chance.
0: Huh. I was really surprised at the Hackslash uh, Suicide Girls issue, because every issue I've ever seen of Hackslash really high in in cheesecake aspect, but mm-hmm. I don't recall ever seeing nudity in that book before. But in the in the Suicide Girls issues, there's nudity all over the place in that thing, and I was just surprised. I th- I, I thought maybe they were keeping it to a certain level of tease and not going. Past a certain uh, line, but it seems like that one uh, really pushed, Yeah, it was it was mm. nicely done. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hot. No, it was. It was. It was very hot. But and uh, the lead character is called Cassie. Is it Hack? Oh yeah, her, Cassie. Her yeah, Cassie Hack. And she she was the subject of the nudity, which was really cool. Hmm. I guess she was either shooting a, a suicide girl's photo spread or something, and it was nicely done.
2: Cool. Really nicely done, yeah. All right, we're gonna have Suicide Girls at the Windy City Comic Con.
0: Oh, I loves me some SG girls. <laughs> but let's get back to Spider Man. <laughs>
2: uh no, so, sorry, Wood. What else did you have? have <laughs> no,
0: I just like I <laughs> said, I
3: I wanted to to to, uh, to take our attention away from. Um, one of the best selling books in the business since we've already spent fifteen minutes on it, and maybe turn our attention to some of the smaller books by some of our friends that we might want to support
0: i can't win i, I can't win <laughs>
3: <laughs> I guess i, I just 'm uncomfortable hearing you rave about Marvel. it just doesn 't feel right. I feel like I've gone into the twilight zone I feel <laughs> kind of dirty. And, that's,
4: and that's what and that was where that's one of my questions was there have been there are people that uh you know swore off some maybe even as far as, you know, as extreme as Marvel, but there are people that have, once they announced what was going to happen, some didn't even read one more day, they just got a whiff of what might have happened, but...
0: And I can see why. And and, and, and That story's pretty stinky. And, mm-hmm. some,
4: and some did read it and swore off the title, and, and a lot have stood their ground and says, you know what, I'm still not buying it, I'm still not reading it, I'm I'm staying away from it. And even before they were talking about JMS leaving Spider Man with the with the end of civil war and and you know, I, I don't I don't want anybody to call you a hypocrite. I just know that there are some things there were some things that Joe Casada has done over the past year or two that you are not a fan of or you have no. have, have gone on record as saying that, you know, that's right. not how you do things. So I'm just I'm and curious. That's exactly for- why
0: I warmed up to this series. Okay. Because it cuts cuts all the ties, well, most of the ties, to the Civil War, secret invasion, blah, 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 Marvel Universe, that, that brother against brother, the uh, claustrophobic, doom and gloom, Amazing Spider-Man that we got the whole year before, or more, before One More Day. It was just too much. It was not the... the uh, well, Amazing wasn't always lighthearted, but it did have its moments of of seriousness. But for the most part, Spider-Man is the wisecracking superhero, and that was totally erased. the 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 soul of the book was stripped for me, and the whole the soul of the Marvel Universe is kind of stripped with this whole Secret Invasion Civil War thing, and this seems to have put that all in the closet, and there's no side of it in this. That's why I like it.
4: It's really good. Okay. I just didn't want anybody to call you out on it. I mean, you know, I well, let
0: them call me out because you know what? I admitted I was wrong. I prejudged this book with one more day. I said, nope, not for me. Not going to read it. And you were the the fulcrum that that got me in there. And I'm I, I owe you one because it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It would be uh, an injustice not to at least check out these books because they're damn good, damn good. There you go. All right. I don't want about so it anymore.
3: I Who's a, I, Deadpool number one <laughs> oh.
0: yeah, I looked at it. <laughs> it does look good did you buy it yeah it's it looks pretty No, you know what i'm going to wait for the trade. I will buy the trade because I like that good man, a good lot.
2: man I got Sorry, a fanographics um pick for you' all. I know mm, they don't make what is up. That? Vince, Vince, um the last musketeer by Jason, oh was, yeah, yeah, the same guy that did uh, uh, different different Jason um. Mm. Probably a real similar sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, I don't it's know if that's
3: a dig or not. No,
2: oh, it's a compliment. Um, we, mm-hmm. we talked on uh, we talked on AC. Oh gosh, months and months and months ago about uh, I killed Adolf Hitler. Oh was, yeah, uh, which was really a lot of fun, and and this is the next in Jason's series of of books. So uh, the last musketeer i just picked it up last night and started reading it and and uh yeah if you liked uh, i killed adolf hitler uh, i think this one will was the uh to as
4: well. was the adolf hitler book uh dave wachter top of the stack
2: um i don't know okay i don't know who picked that it may have been me may have been wachter i'm not for sure
0: okay jason jason has a sardonic wit uh a a blacker than black streak in him that yes it could really put you off if you're not, if you're not attuned to that kind of stuff. I have um, shh, and I have. Uh, hey, wait! Have you read either either of those? No. Oh, good God! What was the it's, one that he did it, about the? Uh,
2: didn't did, he did one about the whole like, beat poets and? Right,
0: right. I don't have that one. Yeah. Or do I? Maybe I. Do. I have like three or four of his books, and it you you're thrown because it it the denizens of his universe are funny animals. Yes. <laughs> and, and he has a very cartoony type, very pleasing style, but it's, it is, it's, it's, it's cartoony, cartoon ish, very, there's an economy of line. That's really nice. And he's very designy and you have these everyday instances and then someone will fall off a cliff and die. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> holy shit, Absolutely. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's
3: really cool.
2: Yeah. They're cool.
0: Oh, I, yeah. Jason's, uh, very good. Very, very good.
3: Indeed.
2: Well, well not that.
3: <laughs>
0: not Did you, Jason. Jason. And speaking of fanographics, go out and buy the new Lovin' Rockets that came out today, Ooh. I
2: think. Oh, yeah, I had it in my had it in my grubby little paws at the comic shop.
0: Uh, I can't wait to get it. It's coming in my box. Yes. It's that's, that's mm. got a big, big old chubby Maggie on the front. Mm-mm, baby. <laughs>
1: nice. Nice. <laughs> Oh.
0: So, we anybody else have anything they want to talk about? I can go on about Amazing Spider-Man. I got more <laughs> notes here. No,
4: no, no, let's save give, it for
3: next uh, week. Let's give DC a little more love. JSa, okay,
0: I'm up with that. JSa, yeah,
3: so damn good. I tell you, I, I, um, I, I think we've talked about in the past that I, I, I was not. I, I very much liked Kingdom Come. Um, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I didn't think it was the seminal. Earth-shattering work that say what I think of New Frontier was. Um, I liked it though. I don't. I mean, I don't have any. To, but you know, some people hold it in the very highest of regards. But I have to sure, say but, that uh, they're not great. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but this uh, man. I mean, I don't know. You know, John's it's hard. It's hard to find fault with the guy. But uh, the, this JSA run, it, to me is his best. I guess. Well, I don't know if it's this or Green Lantern is his best stuff right now. But but I, every every issue of JSA is is just a blast to read. Um, it is fun. It's it's just you would think that with that many characters they would all just get lost in the shuffle and you wouldn't care about <laughs> any of them, but he finds a way to 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 have great characterization of just about every one of those guys. You really get a sense for each one of those characters. And uh, how
2: did you like the uh, the Magog reveal?
3: Awesome, yeah. I mean, wasn't just not
2: that, that great? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just it, it, every. Made up, I mean, made Gog all has been
3: so world. much fun. I mean, it's it's you, you, for 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 months we've been seeing God do all of these God-like miracles and and seemingly you know almost come off like a like like a Lenny from of mice and men. You know, just this. Who,
1: I goofy. pet the puppy.
2: He,
3: he really fucking, really fucking
2: creepy, <laughs> man.
3: <laughs> makes everybody's dreams come true, and you just know, you just know that at some point. Some point that switch is going to happen, and it's going to get a whole lot of fucked up real quick. And okay. uh, and then sure enough,
0: don't, don't you think it's going on just a little bit too long? No, no
2: man, I'm enjoying it. No. Yeah, well, yeah no, I, I, of-
0: no, I don't mean the series. I mean this this particular storyline because it's oh. like what 13 issues so far of of the
2: Gog. No, 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 no. no it's like it's like the third third issue.
3: I think if you count, oh. I think Vince, if you're if you're counting since. The Kingdom Come Superman has shown up. Then it's been probably close to a year, but
0: oh, because I was wondering they, because they're breaking that storyline up into two hardcovers. Mm-hmm. The king, The Kingdom Come, and and I saw the solicits for this month. Yep. There's like shots, four yeah. or five one shots okay. that are all three ninety nine. Yeah, I will. I, I I noticed something in the very first issue because I'm reading it in hardcover. Uh, Johns nails it. I think it's on the third or fourth page. Uh, he he sums up the entire series in I think maybe three dialogue balloons. Batman says something to the effect of the Justice League is a strike force or a uh, mm-hmm. something like a military force, and he says you people are a family. You're the ones that should be teaching these kids. That's perfect. He gets it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Dale Eagle Sham is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you are not kidding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good? the good. The local comic shop has a rack next to the cash register with all the variant covers for the past like four Believe or five you'd months. Rather
3: than be called man boobs, Vince.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and wait a minute. And um I took a look at the JSA variants. Eagle Sham has it all over Alex Ross in terms of covers. Those the Eagle Sham ones are Beautiful. They're brilliant. They, they're so eye-catching. And the Alex Ross ones, to me, they just—they're all the same. They all blend into each other. You guys, I'm not that they're bad, but there's a strength to the Eagle Sham ones that are really powerful. Yes, no?
2: Can't disagree with you. They're. Uh, okay.
3: I, I think the Ross covers are beautiful. I think it's just that. Oh, the, I and so I agree in, with you. The he's, he's doing the one. He's a little one-note of late with these covers, and you know they're all these. Iconic one one character picture. So I he think- he
0: is using uh, contrasting colors though, which is really complementary colors. He, he's pushing a lot of the reds and greens on the new covers, which is nice because they pop. The colors pop, and it's really cool. But the the eagle shams are a cut above. Ooh, they're great. I'm only hoping that they put them in the collected editions. Mm-hmm. Yes, there he- Mister Price hit the mute wouldn't, button. Wouldn't they though? There he is.
4: Wouldn't they um? I mean does does DC normally put in the variant covers in the back of the trades?
0: I think so. I'm only I don't know. I'm only on the second issue. I picked up two trades, two JSA hardcovers this weekend. I got uh the first <laughs> well, one. Well I
4: mean just as a general rule of thumb.
0: Oh, I guess. I hope. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For nineteen ninety nine for four issues, they better put the friggin' covers. Yeah, they in better. better, yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey David, did you notice the last issue of SCAR? Uh, Son of Hulk didn't. Uh, uh-huh. Mister Garney didn't have an inker.
4: He hasn't. He hasn't had an inker at all in the series. Yeah, right. second well, issues I, like that too. I gotta it's say going, it. it's it's well, going actually, right to uh, I think Paul Mounts on uh, colors. Yeah, he needs an inker. He does. Does he? Well, he needs. He he didn't he didn't have an inker on Get Mystique on the Wolverine arc. I think I think Dan Green does great. On Ron Garney. I think Bill Reinhold is phenomenal over Garney. Uh, He's uh, going to be a guest at
2: uh, the 2000. <laughs> Set me <him laughs> up, baby. Set me up. Uh, Reinhold
4: is phenomenal over anyone. Reinhold is hey, phenomenal I you,
2: by himself as a penciler. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say yeah. that. Bill Reinhold is a pretty fantastic artist. You remember,
4: you remember those, uh, th- those Punisher issues?
2: Yeah. He, That's he what makes a great on, anchor. Uh, detective, yeah. I think, uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. Bill's uh pretty darn good
4: pencil. The uh right? the the Wolverine arc with just Garney and I don't know if Garney inked or if um I wish I could uh remember the yes. the uh the colorist on, on the on that arc. Uh but yeah, Mystique looked inked. But no, this is uh this is like this is colored pencils like uh yeah. like Justice almost or uh, or Yeah, Avengers Invaders, but the little our
3: boy Jackie Juice, though, guys. Yes, just my cup of tea. I have to say, and I've always considered myself a Ron Garney fan. But
4: uh, well, in this case, it's not just Garney. I think it might also just be. Well, is it? Do you think it might also be the subject matter, or would you be cool with this if it was another artist or? Oh, definitely. Yeah, no. I mean, I
3: think I think it's it's the I think. Um, I think I've talked about this, fair or not. If, if this was a you know an indie book or something, I, I would probably be much more forgiving about the choice here. But I guess since I'm familiar with Garney,
0: what, what, what does why, why does it matter who published it?
3: I, I, like I said, fair or not, I, I have a certain expectation for the way a Marvel superhero book is supposed to look. That's why I don't. That's why we've talked about why I really didn't care for Mike Allred at first because I don't think
0: right. Scar's not your typical Marvel book, though. It's not even in the Marvel uh-huh. Universe. It's a
3: throwback, I think. I look at it as. But on the other hand, I guess... Okay, so I guess if... I got your me, number, Mr. Wood. if I was reading a Conan
4: book, I'd want it to be inked,
3: too, then, okay? There. Happy? Okay, all
0: right. Oh, look, he gets all pissy.
2: Did you see him?
4: <laughs> yeah, but Carrie Nord didn't have an inker on Conan. I didn't, read. True. I didn't read it.
2: Ooh, Why? Okay. Ooh. Oh, speaking of, um, I finally stumbled across those Dark Horse uh, Savage Sword of Conan archives. Mm, Barry Windsor right. Smith's pretty good. Oh my god! Yeah, he's all right. Well, <laughs> when, he,
4: when he when he wasn't when he wasn't channeling John,
2: right? When uh. he wasn't channeling Kirby. Oh, that too. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: Those things are freaking beautiful.
4: Yeah, they are. Oh, I thought yeah, I thought good. I thought Conan might have been a little slender, but it was. It's still good comics.
0: Yeah. Barry Windsor-Smith's Conan is the prettiest Conan ever. There you go. He, he, he he's a handsome mofo. <laughs> with those big blue eyes and the the uh Roman features. Oh my god, the guy. I mean, if I was a woman, I'd be all over Conan. But how about his Red Sonja? You have the one with red red nails?
2: I'm mm, gonna have to. I, I actually just have them on order. I uh, I stumbled across oh, okay. in, in a bookstore, and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta get these ordered." So I I yeah. won't have them for probably another week or so.
0: I don't think it gets any better than red nails. Cool. Brilliant. Yeah. Hopefully, I let's like talk that. to Jason a little more, just so he's not all all mad. Wound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wounded. You shouldn't be. I'm no. just funning with you.
3: No, I don't give you that. Right. It, it,
0: what do I matter?
3: Seriously. No that a, that's, the, that's the savviest thing you've said all night. Oh, oh, oh.
0: oh man. You, you know what? I'm telling you, take some of that money, go buy Amazing Spider-Man. If you do not like it, no, seriously, if you he do has. not like he's, it...
3: He's, he's getting no, the issue. No, I told you, I, right. I bought the Marcos Martin issues, and I bought the J.R.A. Oh, okay. I just haven't read them.
0: Uh, that Mar- One of the Marcos Martin issues, I forget what number it is, but it's a... Paper doll cover where the cover is actually shredded, and you can see her eyes coming through. It. Yeah, the best, the best Spidey covers in a long freaking time.
4: Mm-hmm. See, and I like, I like the one before with the pop art. Oh yeah, the Leachenstein. Um, yes, thank you. That was Perry, yeah, yeah,
0: nice, yeah. nice, nice. And I'm not a huge Jimenez fan. I, 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 like him. I, I respect the guy's talent, but he's really sharp on these issues. He's got a tendency to noodle a well, little bit too much. See,
4: I was, I was waiting for you to. We, we talked about the characters and we talked about some of the new villains and, and you mentioned the enforcers but how about that one particular character that popped up in the Craven storyline
0: Vermin I uh, sent you didn't I, I PM'd you right I in was, all was caps them. I said dude Vermin how cool is that and he, and he lets me down like so hard he goes well it is a Craven story <laughs> you're like share share with me don't, don't, don't slap me down uh. <laughs> All right, so we're 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 way past our time limit, guys.
1: No, not
4: really.
0: We can we can talk about more stuff.
2: I'm
1: Anybody? sleepy,
2: sleepy. Oh, yeah, we interrupted his right. nap.
4: Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired.
3: Uh, just to see <laughs> a, a big week for image, man. Yes, <laughs> it's, it is a real. big Romana, week I kill giants. Dynamo five. Mm-hmm. It's a good, good week for.
2: I picked. I picked. A, okay, I, I took everybody's advice. I picked up the first issue of I Kill Giants and the second one today at the shop. All right. Nice. Um, did uh, you guys Steven, can you, can you read the Roberts? I have it. I've read half of the first issue, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, it's great. It's yeah, mine's coming. But I've been hearing a
3: lot about it, and uh, I guess the couple the fanboy I fanboys did uh, talked about it, and uh, you guys had the. Uh, we, we had, had Eric Gross. Yeah, it Eric. The, Yeah, yeah. It's a shame he got, I guess he got some technical difficulties because he couldn't, he was only on for, I guess, part of the interview. But yeah, that, that actually, kudos to having him on there because I, I don't think I, I missed I missed that book. Um, when we'll I did. have,
2: yeah, we'll have yeah. Eric on, back on uh, on AC at some point. But yeah, the Roberts has the best tagline in <laughs> all comics. Two serial killers, one retirement home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that reminds me of... Um, Bubba Hotep yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 real real similar vibe to it.
0: Oh, sp- gotta-
3: speaking of Bruce Campbell, <laughs> uh, yeah. I did read, uh, I got caught up on Fear Agent. I was a whole arc behind. Oh. Uh, so well, I guess it actually is probably the arc that just came out and trade. Uh, the. Um, oh, that, hatchet
2: was, job. West, yeah, hatchet
3: job, yeah, hatchet job. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, I read it in issue form, but it was, uh, I read them all in one big stack. And, uh, God damn, what a good book that is, huh? Oh, you're yeah. not kidding. And let me tell you but something. I, I think, I, I don't think, uh, Opeña gets enough love because, no, uh, I, I love Moore, and I, I mean, I love him, and, and, and I think he gets, you know, Tony Moore gets a lot of praise for his work in that and, and, and many other things, deservedly so. But, <clears throat> but for those that aren't that familiar with Fear Agent, um, you know, Tony Moore and Jerome Opena alternate arcs, and Openia's stuff is fantastic. I mean, yeah. that that alien world where they're at in, in the hatchet job where there's flying fish-like creatures, and, I mean, it's just beautiful, surreal stuff. It's just fantastic.
2: Look, um, at, look at the camera angles that he picks and mm-hmm. all of the shit that he just throws at the camera. Yeah, o- yeah. Opena is, yeah, he's he's really, really good. Yeah, he takes people need ride, to know his name. Yeah,
0: I really like the part when they're on the flying um, creatures and the lava, and mm-hmm. you're hanging on with mm-hmm. with Heath, and you're oh, he just pulls you into the thing, mm-hmm. and you you get actually feel the heat from that that lava. The guy is really talented. Tony Moore should. Look over his shoulder a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, God, I, pain I is.
2: yeah, I think those guys, I think they challenge each other, mm-hmm. and I think their art gets better each arc after they after they you know pass off uh, the the baton on art duties. And uh, I tell you what, I I I wouldn't switch out those two guys with any other two artists in comics. I think they're two of the best in the business mm-hmm. right now.
0: They they have that classic Warren feel. In addition to the EC feel, there, there's a real strong Warren vibe coming from those. Books yeah. Still,
3: and I'll say it why again. I dig them. Anyone that's not reading Fear Agent, I, I just don't understand why. Seriously, serious challenge to the people on the forums. I would love to hear from people that have actually tried, tried issues of Fear Agent and then have not continued to read it. I'm just curious as to why. Why aren't you enjoying it? Because I can't fathom someone that's actually tried that book mm-hmm. that likes action-packed comic books not loving that story. It's
0: yeah. it's like it's like amazing right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so is this your new wonder folk? Is this <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes, amazing is amazing.
1: Uh,
0: and j- just a little bit of follow up from last week. Remember, I talked about the darkness, and I said they're probably going to discount the first trade. They are. Top Cow is offering the first six issues of the darkness in collected form for four ninety nine, wow, direct nice. only, just like they did with the Witchblade. And Very if you nice. get it through DCBS, it's like $2.50. Damn. Damn. Do it. Oh. you got to get it. Please, yep. do yourself a favor. Get the Darkness Collected Edition Volume 1. It's awesome. Oh, well, oh it and,
3: and um, something that we used to talk about every week and haven't for a while, Noble Causes. Um, so Fer- Ferber has announced that he's going to wrap it up He's going to be finishing up the story, but I heard him on an interview um, with one of the iFanboy guys, and he confirmed that as soon as he wraps up uh, the series in a few issues, they're going to put out a second, about 700-page black-and-white archives that'll uh, that'll be current up until the very end of the series. So you'll have two nice black-and-white, inexpensive archives of the entire series. There you go. So,
0: oh, two, two more or no, two, no, no, total? The, the two total? The
3: two total. So the second one will, ah. will, will be current up until the very end of the series.
2: I already paid for that.
3: He said they're going to resolicit it, actually.
0: Oh,
2: great. Speaking of re mentioned uh, Hackslash a little bit earlier. They had come out with a Hackslash archives that is out of print and just about impossible. To um to get and they are going to go back to press on that so don't I spend thought- don't spend the eighty dollars at the <laughs> Amazon marketplace <laughs> for that because I I heard today that they have plans to uh um, to reprint that hopefully
0: didn't so. that just come out not too long ago
2: yeah and they burned through their entire print run of it
0: well and and for the price what was it nineteen ninety nine yeah and and there's a Remender archive no a Steve Niles. Our uh, omnibus coming out too from um, IDW. IDW, yeah, it's a big honkin' Steve Niles book, so that's cool, cool. too. But um, I passed on it the first time. And Darth Kramer, Matt Kramer, mm-hmm. has been pushing Hack Slash since day one. Yeah, so I'm just I'm, I'm just going to get the omnibus when, when it's resolicited. I'm glad they're doing it.
2: Yeah, because yeah, it sold oh, out. Yeah. I wanted one, and uh, and I actually saw Tim, and he's just like, yeah, it's sold out. I'm like wow that was fast it was seriously like a month and a half and it was sold out
0: uh, well, i when i uh, think of tim seely i consider him a, one of those good girl good girl artists his females are awesome mhm he draws very good women well, among other things i mean his i like the guy's style but he's a good girl artist for me
2: if you like tim seely and you're a marvel fan you'll you'll be happy soon
0: well one out of two's not bad <laughs> No, oh, shut up,
1: Mr. Amazing. <laughs> I got to play. Uh,
0: you know, and you were talking about solicits and, and re I don't want to tell you how many virgin books I have in the queue Oh Christ. That, I, that I will never see. I, I've paid for three trades, about seven or eight floppies. <laughs> I'm never going to see them, and they're all going to show up in one month on my DCBS order, and I'm going to go hog wild with the credit. So I, that's one publisher. I'm sad to see go.
2: Are they are they officially canned?
0: Well, they're down to one book. They used they on a typical month. Virgin would have about twelve pages of solicits in in their <laughs> section. In this previews, they have one: the uh, Warrior Shatria, and that's it. No trades. Um, Ramayan, uh, Snake Woman Devi. Nothing. Just that one. So, wow. I you, I'm not you know I'm not even going to order it because what are the chances we're going to see it?
2: Well, that yeah, happened fast, didn't it?
0: Um, they've put out a lot of paper,
2: but uh, it would be reincarnated in r-
3: another form. But I'm bump. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: that's
0: funny. They flew way under the radar for a lot of people's tastes. So. Yeah. Maybe yeah. If they put Sad, out
3: a sutra book, I would have bought it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you need it. <sighs> you All right, people. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's bid our 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 buddies here adieu and we will be back next week with more comic talk Adieu, and probably not so much amazing spider-man talk because they're gonna get mad at me if i talk about it more
1: <laughs>
5: secret <laughs> invade which played next
3: week guys we're gonna talk secret invasion next week
1: all right no see it's, the uh, thing is
4: the thing is we like to hear from chris every once in a while <laughs> yeah, really.
0: you wouldn't hear from me either so <laughs> it is all good
4: thanks nice. All right. Say bye bye.
3: Bye bye.
2: Read Witchblade.
0: See ya. Read Witchblade, and get the Dark Knight in, and Spooks, and just go out and buy lots of comics.
4: Buy good comics, comics. Talk. Tell us about your good comic purchases. Where?
0: Forum dot dot com. Oh yeah. We're running a contest where you can be the fourth. Eleven o'clock <laughs> comics host.
3: And let's also not let's also not forget to mention where you can hear. Our uh, fellow podcasters. That's true. Mr. You Mr. Can David, hear- who, who, by the way, we need to say happy belated birthday to. Oh, happy birthday,
1: yes. buddy.
4: Well, thank you. Uh, and and today's my wife's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. All right, too. Virgos, baby.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm more excited about the, the Price birthday than I am about the wife's <laughs> birthday. <Whatever. laughs>
3: anyway, so David can be found on Marvel Noise, part of Derek Howard's comic book noise family.
0: I like it when you do this. Keep going. Yeah.
3: And Mr. Diesman, of course, is one of the co-hosts and founders of the Amazing Around Comics podcast. And also can be read every week on uh, comic shots on the iFanboy community. So. And, and, and pre-
2: pre-registered. Buy your tickets for the Windy City Comic Con.
3: Right. And you can see Vince and I in the boobies and booty Uh, parts of the
2: forum
0: (laughs) yeah i gotta start making my way into other parts of our forum i kind of plant my ass (laughs) 11 o'clock and i don't like to move i know it's it's um that's just me and and mr wood why don't you tell them if they have an interest in that crazy football stuff where they can hear you (laughs) (laughs) uh
3: it's it's sort of like asking uh it's like walking into a Catholic mass and telling them where the latest atheist rally
2: is. <laughs> not true. You know how many football fans out there are comic book fans? No, that's yeah. true. I, no, I'm, after, really after, after we're not. done here, I'm talking fantasy stuff with you.
3: Cool, cool, yeah. So, uh, so, so, fantasy football for all of your needs. You can go to FootballGuys.com. We've got a blog. We've got a a very popular podcast called the Audible, which can be found on iTunes or on our site. Uh, And if you feel like shelling out uh, the best twenty-five bucks you've ever spent, you can subscribe to the year for our main site. So
0: cool Sweet. and if you like jason's voice you can hear him on the i like men podcast <laughs> which is released what every thursday afternoon
1: <laughs> it's, uh, we
2: have a blog Dot dudespot.blog
4: yeah dude. glory
2: recorded <laughs> recorded live at the manhole
0: all right so that's in the can let us just say goodbye again ben, thank you jason <laughs> glory i back
3: wish birthday to our boys my bad yeah that's <laughs> nah, a happy thank birthday you. david
0: Thank
4: you, guys. Happy birthday!
0: <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's our brother. All right. See ya.
4: Bye, boy.